Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. be nice to have deep pockets right tony get to pay for any song you want for your wrestlers that's great yes not any song you want some people were denied the fact of having an epic entrance yeah right acdc not like this perfect not perfect but it, it's a very good entrance music. It is Orange good. Cassidy's news entrance music, everybody. Yes. Jane by Jefferson Starship. Which nobody seems to know in the audience, apparently. I, I'm, usually there's marks all over the, any crowd, but you'd think that people knew that it was his old, uh, his old theme. Uh, see, that's the thing. I had no idea. Yeah. That's super- I just thought it was a good song. Yeah. <laughs> just likes good songs, and he just wants to give it to you. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, played in the Little Jefferson Starship. Sir, how you doing? I'm doing well. Not as good, you know. I'm doing better than Jefferson Airplane. Let's put it like that. Oh. That was a dated reference. Hey, really? <laughs> as in they're not together anymore or not a thing? Or? No, it just evolved into Jefferson Starship. Which then evolved into Starship. Yep. You're absolutely correct. Do you know what song? And then Starship Pain. Do you know what song that they... <laughs> that's not the thing. Do you know what song that's that... Not... From Jefferson Starship, Jane, do you know what song that they came out with? No. A little trivia for you? I'm assuming you're going to play it. I'm going to play it right now. I'm going to fast forward. I'm going to fast forward. So the same group, Jefferson Airplane, it's a Jefferson Starship, and then the 80s came around, there you go, <laughs> and they changed their name. And then the to 80s came around, and video killed the radio stuff. And we built this city on rock and roll. By the way, fun fact, rated the worst song of all time by Rolling Stone Magazine. What? Yes. <laughs> 
I have a special place in my heart for that song. This, this is because I'm a big fan of the show called New Girl. Okay. I don't know if you ever seen it. I've seen some, some, some. But there's this one scene where he, like, a buddy from his, uh, this guy Schmidt, a buddy from his past, came and he was like, "You remember the song?" He's like, "Sing it." And it was like a bully type thing, but okay. Schmidt didn't think he was bullying him. Right. So he goes, "Sing the song," and he goes. We built this Schmitty. And he was fatter at the time, so this is where it gets funny. Uh, we built this Schmitty on Tootsie Rolls. Uh, what a great, awful song. And the video is even worse. Get, go, go check it out on YouTube. It's just an amazingly bad song. And it just it made my, I don't know, made my childhood. I, Do you think I Video Killed the Radio Star would have been a uh, worse song had it not been for, like, MTV? Um, that is also a pretty bad song too. It's a horrible song. Yeah. In my head, I want to say the Bengals. Is that correct? That is very close, but that is incorrect. The Bengals were an all-girl group. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is a one-hit wonder. It does start with a B. Wait. <laughs> if you're googling right now, then you're cheating. <laughs> I am not Googling it right now. I promise you. I am not Googling it. Okay. It's the Bugles. It is. The- <laughs> you cheating son of a bitch. That is the Bugles. I did. Hang on. Uh-huh. You said you, it doesn't count if I Googled it. I didn't, I didn't Google it. What would, you, what would you do? I looked in my music <laughs> to see which one it was. Cheating. Video Kill the Radio Star, the first song in MTV, yes. All right, we're going down a music rabbit hole here, and uh, I could do this all day. Now that your trivia portion of the show is over. It is done in in the books. All right, so now that we've talked about all things Tony Khan and him uh, buying up music just to have it for his talent, let's talk wrestling, shall we? Wrestling. Uh, What a weekend. That it was, my friend, that it was. What a weekend. And what a beginning of the week as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't see me. It's been but. quite a uh, five to seven days. Yeah. With a with a pay-per-view. Yes. We can finally say, can say pay-per-view. Because you're actually paying for the view. Um, I actually paid and didn't view my payment of it. Do you watch it on somebody else's payment? I did, but I paid for it not thinking that I was going there okay. so i saw it with i saw it, shout out and thank you for welcoming me into your home pistol pete oh. uh I, I saw it with him tim and steve nice at uh at at pete's house so that was fun okay however originally i was supposed to see it at steven's house and then i guess something happened and at, by the time steven said we might not be able to watch it at my house i bought it thinking i'll just go home after Mm -hmm. and then steven texts me be at pete's house right after work i'm like okay i bet and then i'm like well i guess i'll just have it in my rolodex on the bleacher report app to rewatch at any point all all 27 hours of forbidden door at what point do you think the term rolodex is gonna be like what are you talking about uh are we already there uh We're we're getting close. I think it's now. It's just for nostalgia purposes, and people know people kind of still know what you're talking about. But I just had this discussion with uh, uh, with with Lisa. She was talking about like with her kids and 
the the her girls are like on this nostalgic kick of the 80s and 90s and one of her girls goes uh, you're always on your phone and she goes what did what did you do before your phone it's like well we had all these things we had this calendar here we had a a rolodex over here uh we had uh our iPod which was the iPod shuffle which was its own thing so we had and we the had a television camera. weighed more than you do we, yes and we had a, a camera that was guess what our our technology improved it was disposable ooh <laughs> and and what a time you had all these things separate oh my god like that's you, you you say that people say that like what are you doing on your phone so much but that's like that's it now like you carry around your life on that phone yeah and, people used to carry around you know satchels and backpacks all uh, the time yeah and now we just stick a phone in our pocket that's it and your computer is in your pocket. That's it. I, I sound like that's, my dad. <laughs> I can't believe we were in the we're in the future. You sound you sound like all of even my teachers growing up. Mm. When I was, the, they would be like, "You have to you can't use a calculator for that math problem. You're not going to have a computer in your pocket." Yeah, <laughs> in your life. Listen, you little well. Shit. Guess what we do? We do. We do now, and it's drastically better than anybody could have imagined. So suck it. Uh, aside from flying cars and holograms, I'm still waiting on that. Which one? Both. Well, the hologram. Yeah, we got have. the hologram. You saw Tupac. I saw what you about to say. It was a good nostalgia purpose. <laughs> we, got, we got Tupac. I just need a flying car. I'm talking about like Star Trek hologram. Mm. Astral projection, I believe, is the way uh, okay. Doctor Strange put it. Yes, <laughs> astral projection. <laughs> we nerded out. All right, so <laughs> let's, let's talk all things outside before we get into. Uh, uh, Forbidden Door and what's happening this weekend on uh, the premium live event, Money in the Bank. Uh, Ugh, yeah, a premium live event. <laughs> you say, oh. Um, we have uh, a Bailey sighting, hopefully. Uh, apparently reports are that Bailey is looking to make her return after her surgery from her torn ackle. That's how you pronounce it, right? Yes, ackle. Ackle. And otherwise known as your ACL. Right next to the H list. <laughs> this all sounds professional. Uh, yeah, so apparently there's reports that she'll be returning to the company sometime soon. Um, please come back, for the love of God. Please come back. Uh, there's already teasing of her coming back to Money in the Bank. That'd be awesome. Um, but they need her, especially with the departure of Sasha Banks, who also reportedly, uh, talent backstage are done talking about that, uh, and they have moved on. Uh, but Bailey is but how, how much of that is a work? Uh, I want to say all of it. <laughs> it just seems like, right? It just seems like it's always just. No, it just always seems like a work. It doesn't seem like there's anything real about it. The the moment I I see her in, I wouldn't mind in like Ring of Honor or, <laughs> or AEW, then I'll be like, okay, it was Ooh. real. It was real. Uh, yeah. Like Claudio, like Moxley, that was the first one. It's it has become. WWE. We were like, uh, he's coming back. They don't do this. I'm pretty sure I was on this program saying <laughs> this program, that yes. Moxley. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Ambrose at the time, Dean was like to you and me, working all of us mm-hmm. because no, in no facet of human history mm-hmm. has the WWE said good luck to you. We want to we want to parade you out. And we want to do a nice shield reunion at the end, and then you can go on your merry way. No, it's never happened. Because I, I don't think he was respected at all. Well, not I shouldn't say that. He they, they gave him the belt, but that was very short lived. Um, I mean, he was probably the least 
pushed Shield member. Yes, yes. By far. And yeah. Now he's. Yeah, but here's the thing: Seth Rollins is the second least pushed Shield member. Right. But that's just because Roman was shoved down our throats in the beginning. This is very true, which is why I wasn't mad at first. Everybody hated him. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, nobody was mad until they got mad. <laughs> and then it just nobody became... was mad until, uh, as yeah, memory the... serves me correct, roughly January 2015. Yeah, the rumble, the rumble with the Rock looking uh, perplexed as to why he's getting booed because it's you're standing next to the guy that's they're booing. It's, it's not you, Rock. It's them. Ah, oh, but the pop. The pop at the end of whatever Roman match happens where The Rock comes out. Hmm. It's going to be so sweet. SummerSlam? Possibly. When, uh, Brock, or, when Brock gets the belts, finally drops the belts to Brock. and Or you have it at Survivor Series. Or you have it or you have it at Survivor Series. At the 26th anniversary <laughs> of The Rock's debut. <laughs> We never got and the fourteenth and of or the ten. Oh, uh-huh. go on. This year would be Survivor Series twenty twenty two, if memory serves me correct. Mm. Will be the ten year anniversary of the Shield. Okay. Something's going to play out with that. No, I'm, unless, Here's my prediction. Unless Dean comes back somehow and <laughs> no, 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 miraculously. No, uh, okay. Here's my prediction. Sure. I think Roman wins against Brock at SummerSlam. Do you? I do. Uh, okay. I and I think could not disagree with you more. But go ahead. I think that Rollins cashes it in again, again, uh-huh. but this time not during the match. After the match. Okay. All and right. then it sets up Roman Seth Survivor Series. Roman, mm, I don't know. Because I also don't want Rock Roman to be for the title at first. If they're going to do more, I don't want the first one to be for the title. Right. Agreed. I want the first one to be for family. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Um,. <laughs> Let's talk. Uh, talk Bailey. Let's let's talk. Ooh, we have a new signee, uh, contract signee. Logan Paul is now a member of the universe. He is officially a full fledged member of the universe, of the and universe. I couldn't be more happy for the guy. Listen, I I feel like I, I did the same thing to uh, Babon and gave the the hate to the celebrities coming from outside of the which everybody did outside of the the realm of wrestling. And they shut me up, and I am happy about that. I'm happy when I am surprised by talent, and I was surprised with Babon because they did an amazing job in helping him out with that match, and then the Logan Paul match was was great too. And so I feel like if they're gonna start this storyline with the Miz and Logan Paul, even though you had a payoff at the end of their match where he turned on him and is supposed to be leading up to a match with them and apparently they're going to be joining forces again um, and we're going to be like oh we were doing this again when inevitably the Miz will turn on him because <laughs> it's going to happen and they'll just set this match up for Mania um, they are not joining forces it's... Logan Paul has already issued right after he signed the contract mm-hmm. he's like I don't want to team up with the Miz I want the Miz at SummerSlam hmm. okay 
So that would be pretty epic. Also, if you check his socials, he is getting after it in the ring. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he took the 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 Pat McAfee route. Which was? And decided to uh, buy his own ring and crash pad and then just practice himself. Even though, according to the Miz, he got it for him. Yeah, sure. That's <laughs> fine. You know what? It's uh, in canon. I'll, I'll take it. It's what? It's in canon. It's in canon. Okay. It's yeah. all fine. Sure. It's all fine and good. Yeah, absolutely. But he probably bought it himself, let's be honest. I mean, Logan Paul is on track to be a billionaire at this point. It's insane. <laughs> Just it's ridiculous. Absolutely. First, uh, well, wouldn't be the first, first uh, wrestler to be a billionaire, I guess he would be, technically, right? Yeah, Vince I mean, McMahon was the promoter. This is really just jump change for him. I feel Donnie like. T was just, you know, a sideshow for WrestleMania one year. I feel like in a couple of weeks after that. I feel like it's just like like side change. I just put in his his uh, glove compartment. It's like I just need. I to... think it's just something for him to be like. Well, yes, this is stuff where if the money fell out of his pocket, he'd be like, "All right, yeah, all right." Fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'd be where the fuck is that money? <laughs> I will fly there right now if I can get all that money. Oh man. Um... Page shutting down, uh, <laughs> Page shuts down haters for suggesting that she join OnlyFans after her WWE exit. And I'm not really sure. You already seen everything. Why that's, that's what she said. No, but I'm, psh, I'm not sure why that's a, a bad thing because I mean we've. <laughs> can, can I just segue into something here? So there was an issue. If you can clarify this issue, because I I didn't hear about it until you guys texted me with it. Um. There was an issue at Forbidden Door with fans being removed. Correct? Yes. And for and I didn't even know about this until after. I did like during the match I didn't I I didn't even see anything. Please briefly explain why these these two ruffians were removed from the arena. Uh I don't exactly remember why they specifically were removed from the arena. A fight broke out. A fucking fight broke out. I'm pretty sure that's what I even said to you guys. Right. A fight broke out, but didn't someone take uh naughty naughty pictures uh close up? Of taking no, up? that was that was two different times. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That specific time was either last dynamite or two weeks ago. Okay. And this is where your stories are getting mixed up in our group chat and I I'll elaborate. Please. The Ty Conti picture incident mm-hmm. was a couple weeks ago. That fan got removed from uh from ringside oh he was ringside okay this there was a fight during the main event of forbidden door that had uh there was a a fight broke out Mm -hmm. and then those people got removed punches were thrown at security guards stuff like that (laughs) it was a big mate like a lot of the crowd the reason why it got so much uh, steam behind the the article was because a lot of the crowd was turning towards that fight Mm -hmm. To see what the fuck was going on over there, because okay. it's a shoot fight. Let's be honest. Right. It's actual fight. Um, well, you're getting your signals mixed up with the forbidden door chatter in our group chat, mm-hmm. is because right before that, I'm pretty sure I had texted our group chat saying that the way Tay Conti fell to the floor uh, revealed her entire undercarriage mm-hmm. to the millions of people that were watching forbidden door so the reason why i would I, assume millions the reason why i brought it up was the whole thing with with only fans was because this this guy who took these photos uh of, of take conti close up I, I and was removed for just doing a, you know this vile act 
Meanwhile, we're, everybody, every guy, every girl that watches wrestling is like, oh my God, uh, Thunder Rosa just posted some uh, some photos. Or Cassie, look, here's Cassie's OnlyFans. Uh, you know, all these these wrestlers are doing these OnlyFans, uh, current wrestlers as well, Tony Storm, um, mm-hmm. you know, for $20 a month. And, and Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace, uh, Deanna, um, Peruzzo. Shout out Jenny Neidhart, too. <laughs> Jenny Neidhart. Um, even though she's not really a wrestler, but she's in the in the, the wrestler talks. Wrestler she's in the, she's in the family. Come on, it's just it, 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 I just find it funny. I I heard that story and I find it I found it ironic that you know, he was literally t- taken out, uh, hands behind his back because of this lewd act. But meanwhile, all guys they think they're promoting themselves on OnlyFans, and we're supposed to be like, oh no, nope, we can't watch that. Can't look at that. Which is why Paige doesn't want to promote herself on OnlyFans because everybody has already seen her lewd acts. <laughs> Just not her two new lewd ones. <sighs> new Tay Rocks. New Tay Rocks. No, Tay Rocks. Too soon. You guys remember Brad Maddox? Brad. Oh my god. People forget about that. What a day. Um. So Paige, there's that. See that guy uh, about once a month now. Hello. What? What? Did you say something? What? Uh. <laughs> what? Why? Uh, speaking of WWE and uh, uh, surgeries that. For people that may not come back, um, uh, Zelina Vega is out of action. She's recently had surgery, but she posted an amazing bikini photo. Speaking of Ludax, um, <laughs> and that you can catch on her Instagram. Uh, I just wanted to point that out and go check it out. Um, her Twitch stream, I would assume. I'm sure. I'm sure, but she's it's just looking amazing. Uh, I have Jeff Hardy pleading not guilty to his DUI case. Um, I don't know how that's going to play out since... I think that's just what you have to do, right? I guess you have to do that. <laughs> the plea was fine. I'm pretty sure if he pled guilty, he was going to prison. <laughs> There's that. I'm pretty sure that's why. Uh, he uh, gave his case in D- his DUI case in Florida. Uh, he entered the plea not guilty on June 28th. Um, he's going to be arraigned in court July 5th at 2.30 p.m., uh, arrested June thirteenth on his third DUI offense in the last ten years, third, oh, third, third, third. Good. Uh, he was also charged with being behind the wheel while possessing a canceled, suspended, revoked license. Bah. Presumably from that second DUI. From the second one, uh, primary charge is a felony under Florida law, punishable up to five years imprisonment should he be be convicted. And then the others would fall under misdemeanors. He's out on a $3,500 bond. Do you think he's Ooh. got Tony lawyers behind him? Has uh, he got Tony money behind him helping him with this? Uh, I would and not. then it, it, let's, let's, do you think they made a deal? Go, listen, I'll help you get out of this, but you have to go to rehab. I think, I mean, that's what WWE tried to do, right? Should, Which is hilarious. Should, shouldn't Tony learn from past mistakes don't we shouldn't we all learn from past mistakes and maybe well, this, this is just a first time this is a first for tony but like but it's not a first in life it's first for him so this again is true. i mean this is like okay so this is like uh him hiring ryback and saying listen you know what this, this is gonna be different I, I feel it this is gonna be a lot different and you learned of his burning ways why would you hire this guy that is a a pariah behind the scenes. Jeff Hardy is an amazing talent. He's he's one of the best wrestlers of all time. But how do you 
justify hiring this guy when this has been a constant issue again three times in the last ten years. Get it, you're right. Get help. Get this you, is true. You can stay. You want to stay employed with. And it's not the biggest wrestling company in the world, but the but the one A second, but the one A of wrestling in, in in the world. Get your act together. Cut the shit. Get your act together and get the help. All right, Jade. I'm just saying. Yeah, cut the shit. Tony. She has a trademark. Chill. Cut the shit, Tony. Um, get get your shit together and cut the shit, Tony. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> for everybody else's sake. Uh, for everybody else that cares about you, do do what you got to do. And, and and Tony, get your life together. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. <laughs> I'm I'm now a huge Jade fan just because of that line. Me too. <laughs> she really shit. turned me. Cut the shit, Tony. Um, I else? think Stokely had a big thing to do with it for me personally. Uh. Yes, I think Stokely having had, him as the mouthpiece he does was yes. a solid addition, and not for nothing. I, this is my own personal take on on Jade Sidebar. I, she's getting better. I think she's getting better, yes, especially on the mic. Um, Absolutely, but I think in the ring she's also getting better. And this is just what you have to do with experience and have these matches that she had with uh, like the Gray and have these like throwaway matches, but then you know just show off her talent, get her better in the ring, and that's what's happening. Layla Gray, shout out Queens, New York. Oh, there you go, new baddie. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, speaking of AEW, this this story surprised me uh, greatly. Uh, if you watched Blood and Guts, which you should have, and that was an absolutely amazing banger of a match, um, mm-hmm. Santana took a, a hell of a twisty bump. Um, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It, it was. It was kind of uh, an accident. It just looked like he was. He came into the ring to fill the spot. There was nothing going on. And he lift up Garcia for a Uranagi. For Uranagi, and his leg just did not bend. Like he no, his leg bent. His leg bent uh-huh. the wrong way. The wrong way. His leg should have bent out. It bent in, and then all of a sudden, you just see yeah. something pop. Yeah. yeah, and him go down. Uh-huh. Yep, it was like a Seth Rollins down thing. big time. Seth Rollins situation. Um, actually, yeah, kind of. I mean, it, I mean although Seth kind of just tweaked it, yeah, while stomping on the ground, mm-hmm. right? He kind of like put his body weight behind it. Well, he didn't stomp on the ground. He was doing that 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 power bomb well, from the he, turnbuckle, he, the sunset flip. He, right, he did sunset flip, and he when he went down to the ground, he went down to the ground. He tweaked. Yeah, his, his but that's what I mean. Like it was just it was his his foot making contact with the ground for Seth. Right, right. For Santana, it was the body weight of him. And the body weight of a nut, granted, not a very heavy human being, another but another two hundred pounder, grown man, yeah. <laughs> going towards the center of the earth, and that's what fucked him up. <laughs> the center of the earth. Um, so he is going to be out, and we wish him a speedy recovery. But this whole story uh, just uh, kind of took me by surprise here. So he is going to be away uh, with time for mm-hmm. recovery, um, but rumor has it that he might be leaving the company altogether. I know, which is why I thought this was a work at first. Uh, right. Me too. And then come to find out why he's looking to to leave was what got Uh-oh. me. So he posted on Twitter back in April, 126 days. So which actually lines up to his contract expiring, which uh, will come around uh, September, on September 1st, actually. Um, in another tweet, he posted, soon. Uh, and Sean Sapp of Fightful speculated that one of the reasons Santana wants to leave is because of Ortiz. 
proud and powerful, not so powerful and proud. Um, no, they're powerful. They're just not proud anymore. He pointed what? out. He pointed out that there may be issues between the two, and that they may maintain their distance during in-ring segments. Uh, however, Santana has been going on bookings for himself for a while now, and all signs suggest that Santana might be leaving the promotion soon. There's no official word. Uh, and yeah, so that that kind of took me for a loop. Wow, I I did not expect that. Yeah, that's took me by surprise. So if, if you notice, if you I, I can't even Ortiz, even Ortiz having some of these these singles matches, like having the, the hair versus hair match and. Santana doing his own thing, like they, yeah. If, if you kind of think about it, they haven't really had much matches together. Um, I couldn't even begin to tell you the reason why it would be between him and San I, and, and Ortiz. Uh, I guess more on the story as it develops. That's wild. They've been through a lot together. Yeah. It's been something. Yeah, and and so this is it's kind of took me back. A back. Uh, Maybe else? it was because when they came in, Santana had no hair, and Ortiz had all the hair. And now Ortiz has no hair, and Santana had all the hair, and now Ortiz is getting jealous of Santana's hair. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I'm sure that's the very petty reason why we're looking to uh, to get out of this. Uh, Anything else? I that's all my outside the ring stuff. Anything for you before we head on to inside? That's all I got. All right, cool. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, The door that was forbidden. AEW. Shall we? X and JPW. I love the X thing. The I X. don't know when that came about. You know I don't what? know why. I, I you know what I I always equate that is because this is just because I'm a huge nerd. I, I freely admit it. And I'm very proud of it. Uh, shout out to Comic Con. I'll be I'll be seeing you in October. Um, this nerd alert. I always <laughs> absolutely. I always equate this to because uh, I'm also a huge video game nerd. Uh, Street Fighter X Tekken. And every time I see that X, I'm like, what the hell is that? Uh, X you for? are a nerd. I told you. What the hell is X for? <laughs> it's like wouldn't you just say like versus or no? It's X. Okay. There's just an X thing. You know where I think that started? It's like cross, AEW cross New Japan. Like, I just, I never. Nike off-white. Okay. I I can't tell you for certain that that's where that started, but I'm pretty sure they have that X thing in the middle. I'm sure I'll get backlash from that, but I really I, I, I could just... give two shits less. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know where it came from. I'm just curious. Anywho, uh, let's talk Forbidden Door, shall we? All... 15 hours of it lord they, they we gotta do something about these uh these times it's gonna forbidden be a, door it's gonna be a little much a little much with forbidden the, the door was absolutely incredible it was great it was great it's there just, was a spot in the iwgp heavyweight world heavyweight championship match that was a little scary uh which one was that adam cole got a concussion allegedly oh yes so that was uh that was a little worrisome. That that was not the, a not a the that was, was kind of botched. It was actually a, a real thing. Yeah, that because was a real thing. So I mean, we're, little... we're we're skipping around here, but yeah, if you watch the end of that match and and see uh, uh, Jay White just immediately cover him, uh, you yeah, kind of knew something was wrong. So yeah, if you could do me a favor, absolutely, and pull up yes, the matches for I got us, you. I got you. Because uh, I was very locked into Forbidden Door, so I only have a couple. A couple things here and there. So starting, and I'm going to need a, as much as I can as far as names wise. So <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, especially with properly, the, obviously with New Japan stuff. So uh, you can start off with the buy-in, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, I am not going to even dignify this first name. Like I don't know what the name of this tag team is, but I can pronounce their name specifically. Is it Bishamon? 
uh, Hiroaki Goto and Yoshihashi versus the Factory's Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. Mm. I didn't watch it. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> I missed. I I did. I did miss that one. And I so Bishamon, the next one too. Okay, you're, you're done. So Bishamon takes the buy-in, dude. Nobody likes the buy-in. The, the win I, on that one. Let, Lance uh, Archer versus time out. Let me let me put it like this. Nick I do Camarado. like the buy-in if Hook's on it. Okay, you're 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 you, you suck him off so hard. And why why wasn't he even on the show to begin with? Because he had that match against one of the guys on. Uh, there were five thousand matches on this show. Really you're were. also going to put a hook match on. I get it. A lot of people it would have popped the crowd. But what about he some- also had a match on Rampage. Like, give the kid a break. He's like 20. He needs all the matches he can get. That's true. I did watch this match, though. Swerve, Swerve in Our Glory, <laughs> which I do love the name. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Yes. Versus Suzuki Goons, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu. Yoshi... Yoshinobu? Oh, Yoshinobu, okay, excuse go. me. I just, my, my screen was fucked up for a little bit. Yoshinobu. Uh, Yoshi... Yoshinobu Ka- Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, go on. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh can we just get to the fucking main card already? <laughs> Let's be honest. Good lord, man. You know, okay. I did watch it. Hang on. I did watch this one. All right. Uh, this the, next one. The Gun Club versus, Now that I'm uh, now that I'm thinking about it, the yeah. first one, that Swerve in Our Glory match, mm-hmm. was on in the background, there was a lot of talking going on. <laughs> The Gun Club, you know. Billy Austin and Colton versus <laughs> and Platinum Max Caster. Uh huh. Versus New Japan. Versus the NJPW LA Dojo. That's uh-huh. a lot of fucking letters. Yes. Uh, the LA Dojos, Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, the DKC, who had a match against Hook on Friday. All right. So it was on the weekend. Okay. So they can get the match, but Hook can't. Got it. All right. Gone. Exactly. And Yuya Uimura. That match was a solid match. I do want to see where they go with this gun club store, gun club story mm-hmm. going forward. With the whole seeing as how Daddy Ass seems to be uh, more on the more on the daddy side and less on the ass side. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which see what I did there. Uh, I'm all for uh, me Daddy Ass. I, I, I think I'm should, all that, for it. That should be a, a t-shirt. I love it. Put so that on much. a t-shirt immediately and. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> just I, I'm I'm all down for. Uh, if you really want to have it go that T-shirt go mainstream, have it just say "Scissor Me, Daddy." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Oh God! All, all right. right, our trios tag. The main card finally. Yes, we are on to main something card. I actually paid attention to. Go on. <laughs> the trios tag. Uh, the Mad King, your boy. Yes, Eddie Kingston showed up. What a, Umino. Week. What a week he had, by the way. He had a, the most incredible between, week between and the and most incredible storyline going forward. We'll be with him, I guarantee it. Uh-huh. And the ROH Pure Champion, Wheeler Yuta versus the Wizard, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, with the of herself, Tay Conti, and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Sammy's a madman. I really thought there, during this match that Suzuki was going to turn on Sammy at some point. Just for shits and gigs. Okay. To pop the crowd or some shit. Mm-hmm. But I I was very I was very happy with this match, especially the way it led into uh blood and guts. 
not so much happy with the ending of it, but we'll get to it. Okay, go on. The ending of the pay-per-view, the very, very end of the pay-per-view. Gotcha, okay. All right. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, Jericho pinned Umino, and then in the back later on, Jericho went to go show his appreciation to Umino, say, you know, how you were doing so well and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then, like the wizard he is, give him a fireball. <laughs> Which so, I'm, I'm always I'm always afraid of fireballs because every time I see a fireball, I always think of of uh, Hogan and Warrior. <laughs> like fireballs yeah. just don't seem to work. Um, I'd be very careful with how you use it and if you can perfect that. But uh, you know who used it very well? Hmm. Alexa Bliss. Okay. When she did that little fire thing to Randy Orton, she did that very well, in my opinion. Right, I yeah, thought yeah. that was one of the better uses of a fireball. Agreed. But I don't want to see anybody else use a fireball right now except for Jericho. Except for Jericho because he's a wizard. Got it. Yeah, because he's a wizard. Winner take all. The ROH World Tag Team Champions FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dex Harwood, versus the IWGP Tag Team Champions, United Empire, The Great Ocon, and Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. versus Rapungi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent Beretta. <laughs> Trent? I called this. I mean, there was no other way for this match to go. FTR was going to win this without a doubt. However, Mm -hmm. the story within this match was there was a what everybody thought was a shoot injury to Dax Harwood. Mm -hmm. And he sold it very convincingly. He really did. (laughs) He really did. To the point where they they took him to the back and... He did that whole spot. Come out, big pop, all that shit. That's just wrestling. Yeah, it's awesome. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> you get hurt, you have to go to the back, and then you come come out injured and the hero. Exactly. But the entire time, like, everybody that I was with was, everybody thought it was uh, a shoot. Mm. Turns out, found out later on, it was a work. And good on him, because it fooled damn near everybody. Good. For, yeah, that's that's how you do it. That is how you do it. That's how you do it. So, now so we have- congratulations to the new... IWGP Tag Team Champions, also the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, and also the Tag Campions de AAA, FTR. The Collectors. And as Taz put it, they're arguably the greatest tag team you'll find, and all those championships prove it. I agree. Put them into a match with the Young Bucks now. Yes, for an all take mm-hmm. all for it all, yes. I'll take all, all, all. Um, and then at Forbidden Door 2, you have Googling. a triple threat. Winner take all. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, and three. Six tag titles. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. You have FTR as the IWGP, the Ring of Honor, and the AAA tag team champions. Right. Versus the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Who are the AEW Tag Team Champions versus mm-hmm. the undisputed WWE <laughs> Tag Team Champions of the World of the World? The Usos. Can you imagine? What an amazing now match. that's a forbidden door match that that would steal a show. What an amazing match that would be! Like seriously, that, that would just be. Yeah, absolutely insane. I think I think every if you can get ROH impact 
AEW and WWE. Get that, like every tag team that has a belt and put them all together in like the the ultimate Forbidden Door tag match. Yeah, and then who's gonna who has to basically get paid off the pay off the most to win that that belt, <laughs> like to win that match. Like how do you, you decide? Have, how how mean, do you listen, decide that? It, it, it's, if we're going, if we're going based off not money, um, mm-hmm. FTR wins that. Let's be let's be completely honest. Okay. FTR would win all the titles. All they the titles. could viably be seven times. They they will be seven star FTR, but with seven belts at the same time. <laughs> Throw NXT in there. Fuck it. There, <laughs> there you go. But they will never have a day. Put everybody in there. Put everybody in there. Um, all right. So FDR is is your champ. Congratulations, to FDR. They are way over, uh, more over than I thought they would ever be ever. I think which, that which, which I, got, I, got I knew that. they were going to be crazy over when they showed up in AEW with that fucking pickup truck. But it was just weird that yeah, <laughs> it was just weird that they they drop. Um, oh my god! But they drop what's his name from Four Horsemen. And Tully Blanchard. Thank you very much. And like the second that they did that, like the second that they did that, and Pinnacle was no no longer a thing, they went on their own and just became awesome. Yeah, it was just it was just kind of weird how that worked. And I'm not mad at it whatsoever. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, let's see here, Tony Giovanni with uh, uh, Jay White backstage, and then we had our All Atlantic Championship match hey. with the Bastard Pack. The Redeemer. Excuse me. Nero. And Juice Robinson. I forgot. I was yawning. My bad. Uh, Juice Robinson. It's early. Uh, Malachi yeah, Black. Juice Robinson. And Clark Connors. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be Tomohiro Ishii, but he got injured. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries plaguing the uh, Forbidden Door. A lot of injuries plaguing AEW. As yeah. A, as a whole it's right a now. rather large amount of injuries. I mean, but can you... Are you not surprised? I mean, just it's just it, with what they do and, and how they're doing it, it just seems like it would yeah. Be... But why is this only coming about now? They've been doing it for three years. This now, is very true. Almost. This is very true. He was just catching so up. why you know he's just catching up. I don't Unless know. they're like hockey players and they just play hurt. Yeah. I'm going look at Cody. But that was in WWE, not AEW. I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> it it happens. does happen. It happens. We you know. You... I'm just saying. When when you yeah when you play hurt and uh, uh, you have to do it just for for the biz and then you take care of it later on. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, so we have a new well we we're, we're, we're gonna have a all Atlantic uh, champion a new one. Uh, I did not know I didn't think it was gonna be who the winner was. I thought it was actually gonna be Miro, but not. So I think much. we all thought it was gonna be Miro, which is why it but, was good. Though. But I'm I'm. Very happy of who it was because he deserves it. He deserves something, um, even if it's a new belt, <laughs> a new a new championship belt, which it, it's it is now bestowed upon him to kind of make this thing happen as far as like a a respected belt because it's getting to be to the point with AEW that it might be a little too much as far as too belts. many belts, too many belts, well, a little too much. Yeah, a little too much. No, I think it only turned into too much with. Um... Uh, with them acquiring Ring of Honor and then also using all the Ring of Honor belts. You didn't really need the All-Atlantic Championship if you have the Ring of Honor belts. Right, right. Like, there's just, there's no need for it. So All-Atlantic just basically going to be a, like a cross-promotion belt that they could just use to go from there to ROH to New Japan to... I don't know, but can I, I just have one qualm with it. I've been really looking at this belt, and I love it. I really do. 
I think it looks drastically, drastically similar to the women's title now, but mm. that's not my biggest qualm about it. Why? Now, okay, I, I get that you want it, – it's the All-Atlantic Championship, mm. right? And I'm pretty sure we went into this last week, but I, I was really looking at it the past couple of weeks, and I just couldn't I, – I was befuddled by it. Okay. You have the Japanese flag in there. I get that. It's a it's a wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. The Japanese flag should be a part of a wrestling promotion because of how much Japanese wrestling has been involved in the world. In the world of pro wrestling, I should say. Why the fuck mm-hmm. is the Chinese flag on there? Hmm. Not even for political purposes. Mm-hmm. For political purposes... It shouldn't be anywhere near American television. (laughs) Okay. But I won't get into that. It's called the All-Atlantic Championship. So it should just be North and South America and Europe. And I'm Af- not saying that. In Africa. I'm saying (laughs) maybe the flags that are on the very center of the belt Half of them shouldn't be in the only in the Pacific Ocean. So then it would be the All Pacific Championship. Or hey, you know, <laughs> a they they're represented in they're they're representing Asia in that in that belt. They're representing South America in that belt. They're representing Europe in that belt. They're representing North America in that belt. Some might say it goes in between different continents. So why wouldn't you call it? I don't know. Can't, the Intercontinental Championship. That. You can't do that. There's like organiz- there's an organization up north that already has something like that. I'm sorry. Why don't we just call it the Seven Oceans title? <laughs> it can only be defended in one of the oceans. <laughs> I think that should be it. You can, yeah. you can only fight in an ocean. On a helicarrier. On a helicarrier in an ocean. And yeah, yeah there you go. In international waters. That way, there's yeah. no, there's no twelve rules. miles out. There's this way, no rules apply. No rules you don't got to get any match sanctioned. You can have blood everywhere because that stopped them before. Did you not see this match with blood and guts? Yeah, but they had to get that. Well, I'm talking about the, to the forehead a couple man. years ago with Mox and uh, Mox and Kenny in Baltimore when they started bleeding all over the place. Oh, yeah. and the Baltimore Athletic Commission was like, or the Maryland Athletic Commission, I should say, was like, "What do you think? You can't do that yeah. here." <laughs> here which is why they really haven't been back since uh just so i'm just so i had this correct do you know there are seven oceans right like the big oceans atlantic pacific indian arctic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. indian you said that i did say that indian atlantic pacific arctic uh fuck what am i missing Was that it? I, I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> why do I feel so stupid right now? Like, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I had that. Yeah, that's it. Four, seven. Oh, there's four. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> just made up uh, three more oceans that don't exist. Up, oh, hold up. Most countries, including the United States, now recognize the Southern Antarctic as the fifth ocean. Oh, yeah, that's the one that that's says Southern thing. Ocean. So there are not seven oceans in the sea. No. The seven seas, seven, yeah. Seven seas, not seven oceans. 
Fuck. All right. All right. We, so okay. call it the Seven Seas title. Let's <laughs> call it the Seven Seas title. You know what? It's not a bad name. I'm, I'm not mad at Right? It. But you have to fight in the sea. You, you, if someone says, I am the champion of the Seven Seas, uh-huh. and then boom. And then you should be on a ship with a pirate. That's <laughs> Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's music hits. Yes. Yes. And it's all just. <laughs> this is all and he has up. one of the biggest pops of the world because he is one of the biggest baby faces of the world right now. <laughs> he really is. Way, way to be over, celebrity. Uh, what a what a sharp right turn we took. Pack is your new all Atlantic champion, and that's that's all we were talking about. So Your new that. Seven Seas champion. Your new Seven Seas champion is Pack, and he'll be fighting in China very soon. Um, and hopefully he doesn't go to North Korea. Moving on. Bullet Club. Taking on. But if he does go to North Korea, it would be like one of the biggest houses ever. Because they have to be there. Yeah. It would be have to be by law. Remember the dark side of the ring? There was like, you know, 500,000 people in one stadium. Mm-hmm. With no pop whatsoever. <laughs> With just, zero pop whatsoever. Zero pop, just watching on. It, it was wonderful. Uh, Dudes with Attitudes versus uh, Bullet Club. Let's get to the red, because we have 15 other uh, matches here. Let's get to, the, to this card. Uh, Bullet Club versus Dudes with Attitude. And can I give another big shout out to 63-year-old Sting? I, every time I Absolutely. introduce uh, Sting, I'm just going to give his age. Uh, 63-year-old Sting with his intro, his entrance being a splash off of the top of the uh, of the entrance way there. I thought he was going to come down from the rafters, and I got really worried. Oh, jeez. My butthole tightened <laughs> and everything. I go, no, please. I don't want this right now. Uh, I don't want this. Oh, and no. No, oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sting, listen, uh, you can't say enough about Sting. Sting may go down as one of the most underrated people in the conversation of greatest of all time. Hmm. He should be up there. I don't think a lot of people do have him up there, but this should solidify everything that we've thought about Sting over these years. Absolutely. It was incredible. Darby was incredible. The Bullet Club was awesome. I really was hoping for like a turn at the end, so I was a little disappointed with that. But I mean, I, it makes sense. It makes sense. Save the Bullet Club Civil War for another Forbidden Door down the line. Uh, Sting gave his uh, Mount Rushmore. He said, "Quote: Go on. I'm not going to put myself in there. Good on you. Um, obviously, you have to put Hogan." And Flair. Okay. Uh, I think you've got to have The Rock. Okay. And Stone Cold. He left out Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. I could agree with his Mount Rushmore. However, I'll put it to you like this. It's, I have it's always been very, thinking about this. always very subjective. And yes, this, this Mount Rushmore could, could be up there. I want to do it really quick, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you my Mount Rushmore. Yes, really quick. Go ahead. Austin, mm-hmm. we had, Rock. We've had this conversation, but yes, go ahead. We have, but I've I've changed it a little bit oh. because of stuff I've recently heard. Got it. Go. Austin, Rock, Hogan, and Cena. So since this past Monday, you've you've changed your mind a little bit. A little bit. I was listening to podcasts, and they were describing Cena's career and how stuff he did backstage and and helping out the younger talent and Mm -hmm. and not not politicking himself to be going over and stuff like that. And the longevity and the draw. It's 
that for me, pro wrestling is about how much you draw, mm-hmm. right? Can you draw a house? Right. Hogan drew a house. Mm-hmm. Rock and Austin drew a house together. Mm-hmm. And either one of them could draw a house very easily. Sure. If, if the other one wasn't there. And Cena is that other one. He can draw the house. Mm. Modern um, pro wrestling. Talk about Bruno or whatever, but modern pro wrestling. Right. That's my four. Okay. And then uh, you know what? Then we have to. We, we're gonna have to split off and splinter into different factions of Rushmore. Then, because if you're talking about, yeah, it, Bruno would be up there. Um, yeah. Bruno Andre. If you're talking about '80s and like '70s, '80s, Bruno Andre Hogan and uh, Warriors. Savage Warriors. Savage, yeah. You're right. Uh, 90s, I'll go Michaels, Austin Rock, Brett. Taker. Brett. Oh. I wouldn't put I, I would put, Taker I put there. Michaels over, over Brett. I would put Michaels over Brett, but I would put Brett over Taker. Really? If I'm being completely honest. Really? Yeah, because Taker wasn't the draw. Taker was the attraction at the show. Hmm. Okay. If, if that's what you, if that's what you're going by, sure. I, I'm I'm just going by overall popularity and impact on on business. He right. he hurt himself. He hurt he hurt his legacy. I keep hearing the word legacy over and over, especially the last couple of days with the departure of Kevin Durant from uh, <laughs> from the Nets. I really think that not yet, not yet. He wants a departure. I really think the Nets should. Why are we again? We're going to call this a segue show again. Why are we? giving into NBA players and their demands of leaving teams when you're still in the contract. The contracts mean absolutely nothing in the NBA anymore. So you, you want to know why you should just, he wants to leave and and Kyrie Irving is saying that he wants to follow him to the Lakers or wherever you know, fucking team he wants to go. Now he's still in the contract. You, you can, you can play for us. If you want to you know cut off your nose to spite your face, you'll have a lost season because he's not going to play up to his, his potential, I guess, since he's still stuck with the team, but you're still in the contract. I'm, I'm still paying your ass. Not going anywhere. You have one more year. Then do whatever the hell you want to do. But you're you're you have it's, you have no ability your to, money wisely. You have no ability to stay with a team to make you make your own legacy with with the team. Like you just have to bounce around and follow people that will give you a championship. You did it with the, the, the Warriors. Only, and you're doing it now. I'm sorry. I'm the only. Sorry, that's all right. Listen, do what you got to do. <laughs> the only way Kevin Durant would cement his legacy on the level of LeBron, mm-hmm. which will never happen, is if he goes back. To OKC, oh, to OKC and wins a title there by himself. Well, I mean, he needs some help. Get get uh, get Russell back. He doesn't though. He's did LeBron? Ha- you know, LeBron. You're, you're right. LeBron you just, did have Kyrie. And he had Kevin you, Love. He, he, you know, when Kevin Love was yeah, when he was good. When he was good. When he was the best white guy on the court. <laughs> but he, he was by himself. In, that's he was by himself with the Nets when when everybody was hurt. When Kyrie was doing his own thing because he couldn't play basketball for for whatever you know social reason he chose that week, and uh, and uh, uh, Harden was actually hurt. Durant was by himself and he he needed help and he got nowhere. So I, I say the same thing if he goes to OKC, but he's just he, he's chasing a, a a ring that he'll never get. Um, I don't know. I, I I just feel like it's his his whole best player you know on the planet thing just kind of gets the the the, the shine gets uh, kind of lackluster because of just the way he's going. Anyway, I'm sorry, I digress. Um, That's all right. Yeah, so Sting, 
Um, <laughs> so Sting, yeah. So Sting. All right. We, we, were, we were saying Mount Rushmore, as we said, 90s uh, in, in 2000. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Cena. and. Uh, By the way, Sting should be up there at some point. He really should. I'll <laughs> one of those Mount Rushmores. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> All right, then. Oh, wait, they're hot. Fine. 90s. Uh, no, we already did 90s. Uh, Sting was gone in the 2000s. I mean, he's got to be on you the You know 90s what? One, Sting right? is 100% on the Matt Rushmore of early 2000s TNA. <laughs> Which nobody will ever bring up uh, Mount Rushmore of TNA uh, ever again. Yeah, but you know, he was Samoa there. Joe, AJ Styles, Sting, and. Uh, <laughs> And, and Hogan, uh, no, <laughs> Ace, aces, all of aces and eights, and, and we're done with that. So there, there's right. that. Yeah, D'Lo Brown too. D-Lo, all of them. Oh, good God. Um, let's see here. So, so Sting and his, his entrance there. Um, at, at, what a what a crazy match. <laughs> Just the the whole the whole thing. I, this was actually probably my favorite match of the night with with the young. Really, books. I I I'm thoroughly in love with the young books and, and everything that they they do. Um, I'm glad they get, they have the belts and uh, just. Just show more prominently on, on, on Dynamite. I'm all for it. Yeah, that, he's a madman, let's be honest. They're, they're, they're both Sting insane. is a madman. Sting is insane. Um, a winner of this match. Uh, the Dudes with Attitude. There you go. Thank you very much. The Dudes with Attitude. I mean, it makes sense. What a, what a very 90s uh, sports entertainment name. Yeah. Um, Although I wouldn't have mind that been like if they called the Dudes with Attitudes... Uh, him, Punk, the two of them, and Punk. And Punk. By the way, Shingo Takagi was, like, incredible. Yeah. I don't think I've watched enough of his work, and, and this might have been, like, that's why one I, of the first couple times that I've seen, like, yeah. a full match of his. That's why I like even this. Even though it was a tag match. This pay-per-view, because it was getting your eyes on new new faces on people that have been in the business for forever. But Shingo, I, I, I think that was the reason why I liked the match so much, was just because it was like, oh, shit, this guy is really good. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Plus, I assume Darby was a little banged up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how could you not be? Uh, the only real singles match of the night. I mean, as far as the uh, only as far as AEW 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 singles um, would be Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm, the oof match of the night. Yes, the thunderstorm. <laughs> the thun- <laughs> yes, the thunderstorm. Thank you. Yes. Um, I, the oof match is an understatement of the century. The 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 hip check that Tony Storm gives to Thunder Rose's face, uh, I immediately like jumped out of the chair. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, she, I would pray. I would pay. Oh, oh, pray. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. I would pay and pray. I would also pay. I would pay, but I would that. pray and pay to have that done. To but me. would you would you do it like a wrestler does it, where you you put your your face to the side and just wait for it to hit your? No, side? I lean in. You lean in. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as hard as you can, Tony. Go, just run. Yeah, <laughs> just run. And then head. right before she gets to me, you just go. <laughs> you know, right before she gets to you, you go. You whisper to yourself. You go, oof. And then you just take. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! Exactly. Right, right in the face. Anyway, geez, like too old. And then you sell it. You go worth it. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> and they carry you to the back. Uh, I, you know what, talk across the, the aisleways on both ends as far as online social media with Orange Cassidy getting this huge bump in respect, taking on Will Ospreay, uh, mini, mini, um, Omega. 
He, he, I mean, he just looks like him, dude. Like, he looks exactly Biddy like him. Omega is a solid name. It, it is, because he looks and, and acts just like him. He's got the finger point. He dresses like him. He's got the hair. It looks just like Kenny Omega. He does the whole hand gestures hand and gesture, the does the, wrestling the, and shit like that. <laughs> just the whole thing. Uh, Mini Omega. Or is um, it just is it a is it a white blonde that is wrestling in Japan? Is but it's but why? it's his, his outfit it looks just like him. Yeah, tell me I'm wrong. I, yeah, his <laughs> ring gear does. His ring gear it looks exactly not like, so much his robe. No, no, the robe is is very New Japan. <laughs> like that, that yes, is, that is like a New Japan out of the the wardrobe of all New Japan uh, wrestlers. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's it, it just it looks just like Omega. Anyway. uh Shout out to, to Orange Cassidy for putting on a, a hell of a match with this guy. And you, know, you, you thought that he might be able to pull it out. I always thought Will Osprey would was retain this, uh, the United States belt. But, but yeah, but good on Cassidy. I no no title was going to change hands at this at this show. No, did no, anybody not realize that? No, Except no. for the 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 R, the IWGP tag titles, right. Like that one, everyone kind of knew because FDR was so outspoken about wanting to new, wanting to work in New Japan for so long. Mm-hmm. We kind of figured that one was coming. Yeah, absolutely. But all these other singles titles, like those, were not gonna. No, those weren't gonna change. But you could see how they're they're finally giving Cassidy. They were just waiting for him to get back, and they're giving Cassidy a huge push since on Dynamite he gets the win um, over Ethan Page and. With the new music, with the new music, uh, Jane, and you, you just see that with it, they're they're giving him uh, a huge push here, which is right, rightfully deserved. So uh, good on him with this match, but this uh, amazing match, Wallsbury gets the win on that one. Um, we have a new WWE signing. Oh, Shibata! I'm sorry, mm. go back up. Oh yeah, that's right. We forgot to mention about Shibata. Yeah, Juice Robinson was seen on on screen in the skybox. And then Shibata comes, and he wipes out Aussie Open. Aussie Open. The Aussie Open. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, I love it. I did just figure out the difference between an Australian accent and a New, and a New Zealand accent. Okay. There, so the, this is the best way I can explain it. <laughs> an Australian accent, if you were to say the word no, right, it would be spelled N-A-O. No. 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 <laughs> if you were to say no in New Zealand, it would sound like N-E-R. No. No. There's a difference. Okay. So, shout out to Tony Storm. She actually helped me figure that out. Because Tony Storm, I always thought was Australian. So did I. Because she's built from the Gold Coast of Australia. Yeah. She's not. Oh. She's New Zealand. I'm glad you had that conversation. She's a New Zealander. I'm really glad you had a that Newsy? conversation. A What do you call them? A kiwi, Zealanders. I think that's better. A kiwi. It's there a you kiwi. go. She's a kiwi. Yes, uh, she's a kiwi. I oh, she's got a peach. <laughs> <laughs> I did pop at the end there with uh, Shibata getting the glasses from uh, from Orange Cassidy, and uh, yeah, um, I would have that framed re- if I was a big Orange Cassidy fan. That yeah. last shot of Orange throwing up the 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 thumb, the thumb. and Shibata just staring at him. I think he wanted back. It was a weird ending, though. He wanted him back in the ring, and and I, I don't know if Shibata knew as far as timing because AEW is always like get get in, get out with the the ring because they have to have to move on to the next match yeah. of all fifteen matches. And Cassidy was just like, "I gotta go." <laughs> and Shibata was like, "No, get in the ring." Um, so it was a little weird. Uh, we have Zack Saber Jr. taking on the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club, 
And we are reaching into the pool of sports entertainers to get Claudio Castagnoli. Cesaro is all elite. Yes. The Swiss missile. And thank you, thank you, Tony Schiavone, for putting that out on Wednesday's Dynamite, by the way. Um, he, he got a lot of grief online for calling him Cesaro. And not for nothing, it was also pointed out, like, give the give everybody some some slack. Cut, cut some people some slack here. It was it's been like ten years <laughs> that we've called him Cesaro. It's gonna take a second. But, you know, Claudio is is now all elite. I have been really trying to hammer it into my verbiage whenever I talk about him to just be like, all right, Claudio. Castagnoli. If you if you if you say Claudio long enough, you mm-hmm. go, Yeah, he's Claudio. He's Claudio. He's Claudio. It's not Cesaro. It's the whole Claudio Castagnoli. You can't it's like I just kept saying we are Debar. <laughs> we are Yeah. Debar. I just kept on looking at his pepperoni nips because those are the only <laughs> things I can recognize whenever he's in the fucking ring. <laughs> <It> really is. <laughs> They're they so, just pop at you. It's weird. So large. Uh, so yeah. So he he gets the win after many many. Spins. I never realized how tall Zack Saber Junior was. I didn't know who Zack Saber Junior was until, <laughs> until really until this. No, I uh, this oh, wow. again. This this is uh, my, my my expertise goes with AEW and WWE. The idea of New Japan coming into the your mix. expertise goes with WWE. How dare you? You watch AEW. But I have expertise in all. In all. You, 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 I will meet you right now. Um, it is New Japan that I do not know anything of. So again, watching this pay per view, I'm all for it because I, I want to see new uh, new faces. I want to put my eyes onto new people that I might like. Um, so that's why I I love this pay per view so much. But Zack Saber Jr. I've never never heard of. Uh, Claudio I never heard of. Cesare I've heard of. So yeah, there you go. I've heard of Claudio from. CCW, okay. like I, I was when when I first saw Eddie Kingston up on the screen, I was like, "Where the fuck has this guy been?" Mm. And then I, you know, watch YouTube videos on, it, and it was like crazy fucking feuds with Claudio back in the day. And I go, as soon as he, as soon as he returned, and he was going to be a part of the Blackpool Combat Club, mm-hmm. and also competing in Blood and Guts, I knew we were going to get some sort of Eddie Kingston storyline, whether it be his friends, whether it be his foes. But it was going to be fucking epic. New Japan uh, World Heavyweight Championship, where we the, the aforementioned Adam Cole and Adam Page, uh, your champion Jay White, and I'll let you handle this. Kasuchika Okada. Thank you. Um, yeah, concussed Adam Cole at the end of the match there, uh, and I, I did like that they it, it it's like the the steady trope of wrestling where you get uh, two friends that are in the match, but then they inevitably will have to turn on each other with Jay White and Adam Cole. Um, they weren't really friends, ish. It was like keep your friends close, keep by, your enemies closer by by bullet standards. Uh, but yeah, by get, bullet club standards, they were the best of pals. Yes, turned turned enemies. But uh, as we said before, weird ending to the match here. Um, because yeah, he immediately got concussed, and we see referees come over to uh, help him out. Kind of uh, he he walked out on his own accord, thank God. But yeah, he um. Ends up with a concussion, and we have a retaining champion in Jay White. Never saw, like, never thought that he was going <laughs> to lose the belt. Uh, yeah, just yeah. a little bit of a botch at the end. With, like, with with Cole getting concussed, and mm. not, so what? What was supposed to happen was Okada was supposed to give Cole the Rainmaker, but I believe Okada gave Cole a German suplex, and then was going to go into the Rainmaker, mm. and. 
on the German, he landed pretty rough on the back of his neck. Yeah. So when Okada pulled him in for the Rainmaker, he just collapsed. And by that time, Jay White was getting into into the ring. He looked at Cole, might have said something to him, and then probably just didn't get a response, and then immediately just went for the finish on Cole. Yeah. Like he took Okada out of the question, went for the finish on Cole. One, two, three, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Every sentence should end with that. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then your main event. Your main event for the interim AEW championship. Yeah. yeah. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley. Well, you, you say meh. Go on. I just don't like the interim thing. Yeah. I'm not I don't f- like it in the UFC. I don't like it in uh, – that's why I like the WWE just doesn't do it. They go – Vacate the title. Vacate the title. New, new, new champion. Let's go. Let's have, let's have a fight. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing John Moxley take on CM Punk. I, I still feel like, as much as I love CM Punk, he has shown his age, and it's he's not on the same level. Like Moxley, Moxley has taken whatever he's gotten from the Shield, and he's made his own thing, and he's on another stratosphere as far as being over. And CM yes. Punk is is will always be over, whether you like him or hate him. But as far as in ring talent, as far as athletic ability, we have seen that he's he needs some practice. And yeah, um, it's probably a blessing in disguise. Um, I, I was looking forward to having him as a champion because he needed you know, new blood there, new old blood, um, as as the face goes. But you saw the last couple of matches, man. He just kind of wasn't really there. Um, anyway, so we have this, yeah, we have this, this interim thing, which is kind of like, uh, whatever. Um, I, I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Just, just have, have a damn match where, or have a, a tournament. You have tournaments every five seconds. You have 15 other different belts. Now you're going to have another world championship belt on top of the belt that CM Punk already has. <laughs> so then you have to merge those two at some point. Um, you know. Yeah. When, now what if Moxley gets hurt? <laughs> then you're going to have an interim interim. Yeah, double interim world champion. No, it makes no sense. It doesn't. Um, this is an amazing match. It was. Uh, they, these were all great matches. Uh, you know, leading up to this, and uh, absolute, absolutely insane. Um, how old is Tanahashi? Forty-five. Yeah, something like that. It's pretty old. Made, made point. His back shows it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I understand that that Tanahashi was is like uh he is one of the pillars of of new japan likes history mm. but uh, if this is the first time you're seeing anything tanahashi it, it was good but i don't think it was the best stuff that he's ever put on okay because of how jacked up his back is yeah he's got matt hardy back possibly worse mm. Oof. I know Matt Hardy back is bad. I'm saying <laughs> Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy talking about like the the situation that he goes through, and then like only made worse, obviously by uh, his his spot with uh, Guevara uh, back in the in the COVID days. I was watching, um, I was doing tri- hosting trivia yesterday, and they had they had two TVs on. One TV was was playing the Yankees versus Houston. The other was uh, Yankees Mets 2020. And it was <laughs> it was on SNY as as a Met classic, and of course I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, this we're going to show this to our kids and say, listen, back in 2020, 
this was baseball. There was nobody in the stands. Tarp, the, the stadium, uh, Yankee Stadium seats were covered in gray tarp. And uh, the umpires and some of the, the uh, people in the field were wearing uh, masks. And Back in my day. Back in my day, we had a pandemic and we still played baseball. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we have a new interim champion. And I was I, I was kind of hoping it, it would be um, uh, Tanahashi because I, I just feel like if you're going to have an interim, if it's going to be temporary, if you're going to have to fight, have him fight uh, CM Punk at some time, which was, was the initial idea, give him the belt. But if he's that hurt... I mean, his back is that tore up. You just wanted to have this match just to, to put it on the forbidden door. I don't think he's injured. I just think his back has suffered the consequences of being a forty-five-year-old professional wrestler. Mm. I think that's why. It's a lot. And it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I, and the end of the match, I don't understand why they did this. I mean, I, let me let me rephrase that. Mm. I understand. So at the end of the match, Jericho. All of the Jericho Appreciation Society, Eddie Kingston, everybody comes down and there's a brawl. Yuta, Ortiz, everybody. Mm -hmm. And then, like, that part, I get. Mm -hmm. Because Moxley's also in the blood and guts. You you set up the blood and guts match, even though you you really didn't need to have any setup for it. Like, we were all going to fucking watch it. Everybody that was watching that pay-per-view is going to watch blood and guts. Because it's blood... And guts. <laughs> and we got a lot of blood. And we almost got some guts this time. Yeah. Yeah. Up to the name. It did. But <laughs> having Claudio come out at the end for to try to get another pop, I didn't understand that so, so much. Now he's way over. <laughs> now he's they're trying to get him way, way over. Like you, you had That's you, what I'm saying. You haven't heard a match and you want to set up blood and guts to have him, you know clean house again i guess this is the way to do it if, if you're going to have this new talent and it's going to be his pay-per-view um for his debut then bring him out i get what you're saying i, I understand it i understand what where they're going with it though um and having this new uh this new guy kind of this new shiny toy be put out there but yeah so that was your forbidden door uh awesome pay-per-view uh, uh, another outstanding pay-per-view from AEW, and um uh again n- new 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 talent to me and to a lot of other people who just aren't watching New Japan, but should probably start. Uh, I did like also that Kevin Kelly was on the, the table, but I feel like they gave him no respect. <laughs> it's like, t- yeah. especially if Taz was like, no, 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 no. Anyway, uh, I kind of kept, kept blowing him off. Um, but I, I did like the fact that, uh, especially when JR came out, he's like, oh, he's my boss for several years. And Taz was like, yeah, he's my boss too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And I also, I also get a kick when they say, um, like, Hall of Fame. When they, whenever they they talk about uh, someone in the WWE Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame or Hall of Famer, yeah, they just call it a Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Hall of Fame? He, are you talking about? <laughs> he is a bona fide Hall of Famer. So are you, Jr. What Hall of Fame are you talking about? Please let me know. I mean, they could just be talking about the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Okay, <laughs> is there a Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame? I'm pretty sure there is. It, it's WWE. <laughs> That's no, no, no. The no, only I'm pretty sure there is the a only recognized. Okay, fame. all right, the recognized Hall of Fame. Is WWE? Let's see, Pro Wrestling <laughs> Hall of Fame. It's in like Trent, oh. Trenton, New Jersey. Oh, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in Wichita hmm. Falls, Texas. Interesting. Nobody recognizes this. Come on, stop it. Stop it. 
Well, if you go up a little bit, I'm going on the website. If you, if you, if you take that that cursor, you put it up. No, 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 go re- back. No, no, hold on. No. The setting has expired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this made my day. This is, I was just about to say you that. Just proved if my you point, go back, dude. the Google thing says temporarily closed. You just proved my point. Like the, the the website, the site has expired. If you're the site owner, please renew your premium subscription or contact support. Okay, all right. Museum hours. Monday By the way, closed. can Tuesday we buy closed. that? Wednesday closed. <laughs> Let's just buy. Can we buy that site? We'll buy the site. <laughs> By the way, museum hours. Monday closed. Tuesday all closed. closed. It's closed. Wednesday due, closed. Due to circumstances Thursday, and conditions closed. beyond our control, the 20th annual induction has been placed on hold for the time being. We apologize for any inconvenience that may cause. Uh, yeah, the whole site is just down. <laughs> just the whole thing is down, and the place is closed. Okay, uh, I'll 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 play along. Hall of Fame. Um. Somebody's trying names. to even see if I even know any of these. Some of these names. Magnum TA. There's my first. Oh, Magnum TA. There Jake, we go. Jake the Snake Roberts. There we Jake go. Jake the Snake. Uh, Territory Colleague Division. Killer Tim Brooks. No. Um, the Great Kabuki. Okay. Uh, I know that one. Dory Funk Sr. All right. Uh, Luna Vachon. All right. We're uh, getting let's there. See. Uh, the Sheep Herders, the Bushwhackers, the Tag Team Division of the Hall of Fame. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, every did you just see the names? Like, I've never heard of any of those names in my life. And this, yeah, this is what I'm except supposed the to, ones that we named, except the ones we named, and we're supposed to go off of this. Okay, I'll, again, I'll play along. Anyway, You're saying there is a pro wrestling hall of fame that is not open. That should tell you right there. It's not open. The recognized name in there. sports entertainment is WWFE. Well, let me ask you this: Cooperstown was closed at one point during the pandemic, too, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. That's what I'm saying. It's it, still the baseball hall down. Thing. Your your comparison is is off. I know, way off. I know, <laughs> just I know. way way off. I'm I'm grasping at straws. <sighs> Again, if blood I blood and gut, you want to blood and guts? <laughs> if, if I have to go to the, the the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Texas to see these names, uh, let's see here: uh, Killer Carl Cox, King Curtis. I can I Ayuka. just go go down, go down. Go down to Killer Carl again. Killer, where's Killer Carl? Yes. Right there. Leave it right there. I just, it, the yep. guy's too white to have three Ks in his name. <laughs> yes. <That's, laughs> this is. And also uh, the pointy white cowboy head. Yeah, that would be. Help. Mm, mm, killer. Mm. But all Japan. all Japan. He worked overseas. In so, the, yeah. He was in WCW versus in, uh, during the 60s and 70s. Okay. All right. Anyway. We, All right. You're this. fucking right. It's the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, All right. Let's is. move on. Yeah, Jesus no, Christ. Nobody ever talks about this. Cut, cut it out. Uh, get this off my screen. All right. Uh, yes, let's go right into Blood and Guts. Uh, since we're running out of time here, let's, let's really quickly just go over all this here. Uh, amazing episode of Dynamite, Blood and Guts. Uh, and again, I I have to say at some point in our lives, we have to get to a Blood and Guts. Yes, um, we do. I, mean, I don't care where it is. Uh, all right. So. Starting off with uh, Ethan Page against uh, Orange Cassidy. I already mentioned that he gets the win. I, uh, the spot with the orange juice uh, Lambert had in his hand. He drinks it, gets uh, gets the, uh, the the Superman punch onto Ethan Page and then spits it in, in Dan Lambert's face. Uh, Time out. I love all that stuff. Yes, please. Dan Lambert did not carry around orange juice, okay? He had it in his hand. That was not orange juice. That was an orange juice in the bottle that he that he drank. That was not orange juice. Go ahead. If you know anything about Snapple, you know that that was Snapple Orangeade. Okay, it was not orange juice. Just want to point that out. Okay. Good lord. Listen, 
You host a wrestling podcast with a fat guy. You don't think he's going to know what a goddamn Snapple bottle looks like? It's the only one with a green top. Fake orange juice crap. Anyway, it was orange. It was juice. He spit it in his face. Um, so we have a win for Orange Cassidy, and then they gave the people what they wanted. Uh, let's see here. Um, the the interview with Christian Cage uh, in, in all black saying uh, that he apologizes for talking about Jungle Boy's dad, uh, who, if you don't know, is Luke Perry, the late, great Luke Perry. Uh, and they said Which that- is crazy because, really quick, Luke Perry was trending on Twitter last week mm-hmm. when, when Christian Cage said this. The, the first interview he had yeah. after turning, and Christian didn't even mention his name once. And Luke Pe- the name Luke Perry was trending on Twitter. I mean, you just knew who it was, but the fact that he said that. I know, but that's what's crazy I know, it's is great. Christian it's, can do that. I know, it is, it is crazy. But then the fact that he goes, <laughs> I should have talked about him. You should all be dead, <laughs> except for your mom. Call me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all in on Christian Cage right now. Like this, this heel. I think she wants to get locked in the cage. I think that's what he should say. <laughs> he really should come in my cage. Um, hello, yeah, exactly. Whoa. And then he brings out. He says, it, I, "I didn't say I was going to wrestle." And he brings out Luchasaurus in all black, everything. Uh, Luchasaurus is now heel. And I'm okay with I'm this. I'm okay with it too, man. I'm okay with the the black instead of the green uh, uh, mouth coloring. I'm, it's all it's all black now, and I'm all for it. Um, Absolutely destroyed Serpentico. We had the interview backstage with Scorpio Sky and Warlow. Please just, just do this already. It's taking forever. Uh, our trios tag match with the Acclaimed and the Ass Boys taking on Danhausen and FTR. What a pop. What a what a pop. Yeah. <laughs> and Danhausen going, uh, I think they can wrestle. <laughs> I think they're I think they're good. I think they can wrestle. I think they can wrestle. And then the FTR's music hits and everybody goes insane. Um the, the twist on this story was that uh, Daddy Ass basically turned on his boys. Well, the first twist on this story kind was that Anthony Bowens was oh, he can not walk. injured anymore. <laughs> he can walk. It's a miracle. Um, Yeah. So we had that. And then Daddy Ass turned on his boys. Daddy Ass turned on his boys. I would really love, I just want them to lean into the Ass Boys thing. There should be shirts. There are, I think. Oh, really? I've not seen that. I think. Um, I know there are acclaimed Scissor Me shirts. <laughs> there should be, I'm telling you, Daddy Ass, Scissor Me Daddy Ass should be the entire saying on that shirt. Um, yeah. But this this, this storyline, honestly, is building up for something that I'm enjoying every time I I, I get the acclaimed and ass boys on TV. Like, you're, they're, yes. they're inevitably going to turn on each other. And seeing where, where Billy Gunn is going to go, and now he might be with the acclaimed <laughs> it's just it's just very weird that you know your son's over here and then you're coming on this team it's just a very very wrestling thing to do and I, i'm all for it uh that yeah, is sanjay dutt backstage with uh, jay lethal I, I'm, I'm still waiting on something to happen here is samoa joe hurt yeah he has to be at this point I mean, geez we're, we're, we're kind of stringing this along here um uh, our open challenge of the tbs championship with uh, the aforementioned jade cargill cut the shit tony versus layla gray uh Kudos to Lily Gray for uh, being un. What, what, what's the opposite of undefeated? Unwind? Completely defeated. Complete <laughs> with no wins whatsoever. Uh, getting getting a championship uh, title match. Um, but you know what? Let's go full start of AEW and give her a, some some shine here and put her in the group and get get a talent that really isn't over over. And that will be uh, Layla Gray. 
Do you think Jade Cargill is going to win 16 more matches? Yes. I think they have to at this point, right? I think they have to. She's going to be 50 and 0. That's ridiculous. I mean, but you did it with Goldberg. <laughs> you can do it with Jade and still have her with the belt. Um, it really needs to be someone. It needs to be. It's not even Statlander. It needs to be someone that. It has to be Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sign Sasha Banks. She's the Ooh, only one that can put that can be over to uh, to beat her. No. Um, the, the whole point is to get get someone over in in your company. And right now, right now, the only person that I can think that that could do it is is your your belt holder. And the only person that can do it now is uh, is Britt. And yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't know. They're both heels, so I don't know how that's going to work. Um, yeah, but Britt's not like a true heel. Like, she gets cheered, too. Yeah, yeah this is true. Um, that's why. So you put them together. Our main event. Yeah. Let's get right into our main event here. Um, uh, I First of all, I'm confused also. Why is Jim Ross getting the part-time treatment now? Is that, like, in his new contract? I believe he is getting quietly moved to Rampage. Oh. Yeah, I don't... Why? Why? I'm not mad at it. Listen, two uh, hours is a lot every week. Okay, I mean, but, we but, know. But Broadcasting for two hours is a lot to do every <laughs> single week. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but it's the show. Wouldn't you want to be on the A show? Uh, Jim Ross. I feel You're like, absolutely correct. I feel like this is like a... I don't know. But... I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm, a, little, I'm a little off uh, off put by this. I, I want my Jim Ross, and I want him on Dynamite. Maybe he's getting the part-time treatment to slowly ingratiate every single aspect of the new commentary team before he eventually takes his leave. The new, good. the new old commentary team of Taz Shivani and Excalibur. Well, it's new mm-hmm. because the Dynamite commentary team forever was Jim Excalibur and Tony. Right. Now it will be Taz Excalibur. <laughs> so new. So very new. It's new. Blood and Guts. Uh, your main event here. Blood and Guts. This might be the bloodiest and guttiest of all the Blood and Guts that we've seen. Yes. I mean, really. It it, very well could have been. Is there a debate on that? Because this is like insane, the amount of the amount of use of a fork to a forehead. A shout out to... Uh, yeah, Fork, uh, cool skewers, I believe, too. Yes, yeah, skewers. Shout out to to Ange and uh, um, and Maddie for for freaking taking it to the head multiple times and just gushing. And and Daniel Garcia too, man. Like just Daniel Garcia took that first fork from Moxley <laughs> and that opened him up. It, it, like there was a point where it was just like it was spewing out of his head. <laughs> yeah, but it it cleared up. I think he act like something actually nicked. Yeah. And then he was, you didn't see him for a while after that. Like he did a couple spots with the full crimson mask and then you didn't see him. I think he went and got it like, did, like crazy glued or some the, shit. The, the, the body glue <laughs> on that spot. Exactly. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it just seemed like uh, Moxie just went in on on, on all these guys uh, breaking out glass. Moxie uh, had skewers in his pocket. He had that a was hilarious. bag of glass. I mean, come on. <laughs> He had a bag. bag of glass, bag of tacks. Yeah, I mean, but, but now it's glass. And the tacks and the, the glass. Uh, Claudio, also in this match, Cesaro was, was in it, uh, doing his European uppercuts uh, left and right. Um, the uh, the spot on, on, on top of the uh, the cage with uh, 
him doing the 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 swing with the, with Jericho, I'd be shitting a brick. Yeah. Oh, Jericho on top of that thing, doing a swing like well, don't I let think- go so hard that I fly off this damn thing. If you watched, if you watched it like closely, mm-hmm. you see when Jericho first get up there, he starts slipping. Like he starts slipping on on top of the cage, mm-hmm. and then you see him look down at his foot, and he just starts to slowly, like move his way around the cage mm-hmm. because of all the tacks that were embedded in the bottom of his shoe. Yeah, yeah, there was there was no grip, <laughs> no grip. I I feel like at the top of that cage, I get flashbacks of. Uh, a Foley and Taker, a Foley, uh, a Hunter, uh, in Hell in a Cell, and yeah. getting the look of Taker going doing the oh shit, <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen, um, and also asshole fans doing the uh, the the whole with Sammy Guevara and, and the spot that he took with the uh, the throw off of the cage. Yeah, um, listen, everybody bitching. You do it. Yeah, first of all, you do it. <laughs> you do it onto an area that I mean, what it was. Uh, like like a 10 by 15 spot that you are on top yeah. of this cage, you know, 20, 25 feet in the air that you have to aim for. and Which he almost kind of missed. Almost missed. Like So you want him to land... He almost overshot it. 25 feet from the air on concrete. Let me get that straight. I just want to make sure that you we're all on the same page. Got it. All right. So it's not enough until someone dies. All right. You do the spot and then we'll talk. I, I, I really... It, sometimes I hate people. <laughs> like, what did you expect yep. in wrestling... First of all, you're not seeing this in UFC, so you know what you're getting yourself into. This is wrestling, so cut, just relax. Everybody, just chill. cut the shit. Cut the shit, Tony. It was just the 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 spot was great. The match was great. Um, Santana with that buckle looked horrific. Uh, the 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 skewer jabs in the forehead. I I cringed every time I saw that. Um, we're playing up this Claudio and uh, Eddie Kingston angle, even though towards the end they seemed like they're about to make out. Um, but uh, yeah, but you know, you know Eddie. You it will happen. No Eddie, it, it will. It'll happen. happen. So we did have. Uh, I did appreciate the Claudio and uh, and uh, Hager stare down, and then the We the People chants in the yeah, back. We that the was people. Awesome. <laughs> yes, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have so many. Mox gives Parker a pile driver on broken glass. Mm. That gives him a crimson mask. The, the way Eddie came in and just bonked, I put this down. Eddie comes in and bonks Sammy and Garcia with a kendo stick. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't even full-on baseball swing him. He just bonk, bonk, and then just went to Jericho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was an amazing, amazing spot right it really there. It was. It was. Uh, they ripped up the ring. I don't know why. They, they didn't really pay that off as to why they ripped up the ring, did they? No, they did not. Or did I miss that? Nope. Yeah, so there was no need for that. That's a, That's all fine and good. Sometimes things happen. Uh, where and you then let's, set it up let's and be honest. Doesn't, doesn't get a payoff. Whole match. Sometimes you get things where there's no payoffs. But go ahead. Yeah. So Tay Conti, she passed <laughs> a bottle of rubbing alcohol to Chris Jericho uh-huh. through the cage, yes. which took her a little bit. Yes. That was on the far side. Then she went over to the near side by the entrance ramp and mm-hmm. wanted to open the cage so that they can get out. Right. So she opens the cage, and right after she opens the cage, uh, Ruby Soho. Uh, comes out, out and interferes. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then Tay did a little bit of tripping. Oh, my God. When uh, when Ruby got a hold of her. Thong, 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 thong. She, yeah, exactly. And then she fell to the ground. And then, wow. <laughs> uh, I've played that back so many times. You get a full glimpse. I said, I said in the beginning, 
you get a full glimpse of her undercarriage, and it's magical. Glorious. You can see how nice her ass is from the bottom. <laughs> now, that's impressive. Yes, yes. <laughs> this per portion. But seriously, of though, with uh, shout out Ty Conti. She, oh, she's a champ. Always, always, always. Uh, Bloody Guts in the books. Awesome. Awesome episode. Um, and I do love that they put it on Dynamite, it's, and it's not its own pay-per-view, just uh, on, a, on a random Wednesday night. Um, let's talk about uh, your premium live event for this weekend coming up. Uh, but first, uh, I would like to go over really quickly um, Monday Night Raw. And we know it's the John Cena episode. Uh, because but it was also the Forbidden Door episode. It was, yeah, it was really for, Forbidden Door for WWE, which... I mean, kudos to not Vince McMahon. Kudos to the CEO. Uh, 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 I'd say kudos to Triple H. Okay. Probably putting this together. But there's, there's no still way. have to also go through Vince. Still? He's not the CEO anymore. He's still calling the shots backstage? Oh, fu- but creative. He's still part of creative. Is he? Is he? Okay. I love that. Hang on. I love that on the WWE website, part of the raw highlights are just snapshots that, of Chris is, which Jericho is why I and it, Brian Danielson. Which is why I left it on here because it's so weird. Now, if you go on to <laughs> WWE.com slash raw right now and you look at the raw highlights from June 27th, 2022, you see Riddle. He won. You see there's John Cena. And then there is Chris Jericho and Daniel Bryan. Not Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryan. Also, was the big oh, show. I'm sorry, we're, talk- we're talking about WWE. This yeah, is this is not Brian Danielson. Danielson. Relax, because on the bottom third, it did say Daniel Bryan. Um, there was Jericho. There was Daniel Bryan. There was uh, Big Show, uh, mm-hmm. not Paul White. Um, and was there another name that I'm forgetting? I don't think. I think that was the third. I, I had. Yeah. I, I didn't see Chris Jericho when I was watching Raw because I was at work and it came on when I was at work, so I had to put it down. I was doing some shit at work. And I think whenever I was finished up, I look back on my phone and I see like ringside news or whatever had posted something on Instagram about Chris Jericho being on Raw. Yeah, and I was like, no fucking shit, they got Jericho too, huh? They got, they got him, they got him. That's I, fucking great. Which I, I really, I, ladies I, and gentlemen, they got him. I appreciate that they can just go back and forth and let's say, listen, you know, wrestling is wrestling. Well, let's let's just put it to the side and congratulate the. So here's the players. thing: Do you think this was a Stephanie? Did you think it had to go through Stephanie? You think it had to go through Vince? Who gave the green light to ask Tony Khan I'm gonna assume, I'm gonna assume it was Stephanie. to have those three people? I'm going to assume it was Stephanie. This is big. I mean, if this, you really think this would be a, like a Vince thing would be? Uh, listen, with Vince as CEO, he, Jericho was on Broken Skull Sessions, yeah. which was huge. That that was like for for then that was the forbidden door, <laughs> yes. Um, and and being able to talk about AEW freely on WWE programming was ginormous. So doing this on your flagship show, uh, it's I think it's just as huge. Yeah, it, you had three names that are in a, another company, three different names, and they're all giving kudos to Cena, and they allowed it. But here's the thing. It's three names that left on good terms with the WWE. Uh, That's why yes. I think it may have still been a Vince thing. There are, so, there are countless other superstars that have had nice feuds with with Cena, mm. who have been co-workers of Cena. 
Why is it just Big Show, Jericho, and Daniel Bryan? Right. Could have had Jr. Why? Why wouldn't Jr. give something? I'm sure he would have. Why wouldn't Taz give something? I'm sure Taz I, was there at the beginning. I'm sure all of them would have if you know if they were asked. If they had these three guys. Why wouldn't anybody else do it? My point being is, why was it? The, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm stupid. Okay. <laughs> so we had uh, uh, last chance battle royal, which the. the the thing I saw with this was that AJ Styles, they, they all had them all, all in the ring with no entrance, and AJ Styles is in the match. I'm like, wait, what? That just seemed weird. Um, yeah. The best wrestler, one of the best wrestlers in the world, and just kind of threw him in there. Because uh, they wanted to give Cena the time at the end of the night. This is true. But this is also, I think, a makeup for the, the fact that Riddle is so over and you had him lose to Omos, um, that this was a kind of a makeup for getting him into the match, which he should have done to begin with there. Uh, Montez Ford defeating Jay Uso for the umpteen time, uh, and almost hitting freaking the briefcases on that frog splash. I think that's awesome. That's I think he, great. He should have tapped it. He should have like slapped it and then did the frog splash. At first, I don't think he even realized how close he was getting, and then I think people have started to tell him. And now I just think he's actually trying to touch them. I think he should. I think he should touch them. I think he should. He should grab onto it. Get get. Uh, Someone to put the ladder underneath for him, and he just grab him and then come down. Um, Miz and AJ Styles to to a count out WWE. Uh, this Bianca Belair, Carmella, sure, okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, Austin Theory is is the, way still way over, and the idea of uh, the, the rumors with him and and Cena getting into a match, I'm I'm, I'm kind of all for that. Uh, Me too. Liv Morgan defeating Alexa Bliss. Uh, John Cena d- with his return and and very emotional. It was all all about that. Um, I'm just just waiting for the the time when he, he if he gets back and yeah, I mean, he's going to have to win that 17th ch- title just to to shut everybody up. So, uh, segue real quick. Sure. Ric Flair has recently been recognized by everybody else except for the WWE as being a 17 time champion. Okay. Because there was a mix-up where he gave, he gave the NWA championship to some. I don't know what it was, but pretty much Ric Flair is a seventeen-time champion. With that being said, mm. I don't want Cena to beat Flair's record. He will. I want done. Orton to beat. I want Orton to beat both the records if it's possible. Mm. I'm really hoping it is, and I really hope he gets okay. Mm. I want Orton to beat both records, but if. Cena comes back for a run, mm-hmm. and he's he gets to Austin Theory at SummerSlam or whatever it was or whatever it is. I wouldn't mind Cena going after the Intercontinental Title. Okay, not just because it's Gunter, and that would be hilarious to mm-hmm. just watch Cena eviscerate Gunter. Mm-hmm. Gunter, but John Cena has never won the Intercontinental uh, Title. Hmm. Which means John Cena is not a Grand Slam champion. Mm. If he wins that Intercontinental title, he will be a Grand Slam champion. And I'm here for it. And I want it to happen. Time will only tell. Time will only tell. Uh, Bobby Lashley and, and just probably the worst storyline ever uh, with, with uh, this whole thing with Theory. I'm not seeing where this, this is going to go. Um because you're, you're going to make, I, I I would assume my money in the bag is going to end up in some sort of count out or disqualification. Because you only you can't 
have theory lose and Lashley's way over now as a face. So um I don't know, I just it just seems like it's putting everybody in a weird situation here. Uh Cody Rhodes is appearing out of nowhere and uh saying his rehab is going well. Uh and uh the six women elimination match to qualify for the money in the bank. You knew you knew with all the participants in this damn match. Let's see here. Uh Hall of Famers do drop Nikki Ash, Tamina, Zaylee, <laughs> and Shayna Baszler. Um against Becky right, Lynch. Time out. Who who the hell would you think was gonna win? Yes, go ahead. Oh, Becky was gonna win. Sure. But but out of all of those, sure. Tamina is the only one that even has a shot right now of being a Hall of Famer. Please explain. Just the longevity she's had in her career. I'm not saying oh, a Lord. first ballot Hall of Famer, maybe a a, a seventeenth, eighteenth. <laughs> Are there ballots in WWE Hall of Famer? You just put them in posthumous for sure. Put them in whenever you want. I mean, Bruno Sam- again, Bruno Sammartino, since that name's fresh on the mind. He was yeah, but he that was years ago, and he just got in, you know, politicking backstage. That's this, why he this didn't go very, in this is very true. until later. Um. Bruno should have been one of the first people. He really should have been first. The first class of the WWE Hall of Fame should have been Andre and Bruno. Andre and Bruno. Yep, absolutely. But you know, Vince McMahon, he does forgive eventually. That wasn't him though. That was another Triple H doing another Triple H production. No, but okay, but yes, like Vince obviously had to okay it. Eventually, yeah, because he knew it was better. Vince, this best, is this is the best, best way to business. put it. Yes, it's the best way to put it. Mm. Vince McMahon decided to put uh, uh, reconcile his differences with with Bruno San Martino and put him all in the Hall of Fame by way of Triple H. Yes, I think that's the best way to put it. Right. But yeah, Becky Lynch, Hall of Famer, and she's going to Money in the Bank. Yes, and she could possibly win this. I don't. I don't know. Um, I would mind the whole Becky gimmick. Could it, it, her having the, the 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 briefcase could be like a good thing? I think maybe be, Heist of the Century Part Two. Maybe we have a women's Heist of the Century. She just at take, WrestleMania take her husband's uh, whole thing and just do do it over on the women's side. The both of them could realistically be Money in the Bank <laughs> contract holders. That'd be great. Um, so yeah, Lynch Lynch wins. So now your money in the bank. Let's see our our card for uh, Saturday's uh, premium live event. Um, we have a singles match for the U.S. Championship with Theory taking on Bobby Lashley. Theory uh, Theory will retain somehow in in a. I'm gonna say DQ because again, there's no way that either of these guys could lose cleanly here. Uh, I'm gonna say a DQ, and then I'm gonna say Theory beat tries to beat down Bobby Lashley, and then other people come in, mm-hmm. and then Cena comes out. Oh, okay. I think Cena comes in for a save. I think Alpha Academy is going to come in and, and Cena gets a save. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, um, something like that. Let's get uh, Usos taking on the Street Profits for the undisputed tag uh, titles. We're getting the Street Profits losing again for the umpteenth time. If they do lose again, mm-hmm. clean. This will be the, the start of the dissension of the Street Profits, the Street Profits. in my opinion. Um, Although they don't really have a you know stacked tag division anymore, they really so, they, and the yeah. Street Profits are a OG tag team. They can't really afford to lose them, <laughs> um, like a traditional tag team. Ronda Rousey versus uh, Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship. 
going to be Rhonda. I mean, okay. all right. Come on. <laughs> make sure. I, I, I'm taking I'm taking the fucking favorites in all of this. Well, I mean, do you really think Natalia? I, not that it, I, I shouldn't have to think this, but Natalia's going to win against Ronda Rousey. No, but I like the storyline going into it. So, so do I. So do I. Because they have history. That's why I thought it was good. But no, Natalia's not winning. Uh, you're At least not against Ronda. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match with Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Gonzalez, I mean Rodriguez, Asuka, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. My top two picks are Becky and Lacey. Okay. I think Lacey could... You got to remember, it's a... It's a the, the Money in the Bank briefcase has lost its uh, gusto over the years. Yeah, because there's so many. Because it used to be something to build up a competitor who you know is going to be a world champion eventually, mm-hmm. but they just haven't gotten there yet. This is something to get them there. Right. Seth Rollins, prime example. You have a whole bunch of different people in this match who could use that. Mm. Like Liv Morgan could easily be a Money in the Bank contract holder, which is why I think Raquel Rodriguez, yeah, all like Shotzi. Although Shotzi probably not, although it would go with her hair. <laughs> I feel like you have to give this to somebody that I think Money in the Bank was always a thing that you give it to somebody that needs it. Um, yeah. So and right now Becky needs it. <laughs> Does she though? I think she, no, she does. I, I think I think it, it, I, honestly, it, either Alexa or Lacey. Really? Yeah. Alexa Bliss is already a Money in the Bank winner. Yeah, give it to her. That's again. why I don't think it's going to be her. Okay. I think what we can all agree is it's not going to be Raquel, Oscar, or Shotzi. <laughs> I, I, I can most likely agree with that. Because I could also um, see Liv Morgan, you know, pulling one out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, men's. I have uh, Seth freaking Rollins versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Omos versus Sami Zayn versus Riddle versus TBD. Hmm. 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 I mean, this was supposed to be... There was supposed to be a qualifying match between Ezekiel and... I'm sorry. There was supposed to be a qualifying match between Kevin Owens and either Ezekiel, Elias, or their younger brother, Elrod. Elrod. <laughs> Again, amazing storyline. We never got that match, unfortunately. Um, maybe t- tonight on SmackDown. Maybe could be. Do uh, we get a surprise here? Maybe maybe Cena. <laughs> you get Cena in that match. It's not right. It can't be Cody, right? It it just can't. It can't be. No. All right. <laughs> no, it can't be Cody. But <laughs> let's relax. Just as long as we're on the same page with that. Because he, did part, you see like, his shoulder? I don't know. The damn thing was still taped up uh, from surgery. Uh, and then we have our singles uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Bianca Belair taking on Carmella. Yeah, Bianca. And Bianca. I mean, what, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be mad if Carmella won. Uh, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I would love it actually. I think, uh, but I know that it's going to be Bianca. It's going to be Bianca. Yeah. yeah. Plus, uh, Carmella is also she could be like a dastardly heel who just hoards the title. Right, like the Miz, which could give a baby face a, a, a baby face money in the bank winner. We never said oh, by, good. By the way, we never said uh, who we thought was going to win for the men. Oh, Seth. Um, so, I'm sorry, Seth or Drew? I'm going Riddle. Or Riddle. Or <laughs> okay, Sammy. You, you got to pick somebody. 
<laughs> pick, pick somebody. I'm picking Riddle. I'll pick Seth. Okay. All right. Game I'll on. Seth, yeah. Game on, sir. Game on. Sounds good. All right. Want to put a wager on it? Five. Like the good old days? Five. Five? I got five on it. Me too. Oh, man. You have no idea how much I got five on it. You want to do a virtual handshake? Here, yeah. sciz- scissor me through the... There you go. No, you got to go up. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Good Lord. And with that being said, anytime we got a scissor on Zoom, then that's that's our cue. So I, <laughs> I want to find... Let me see if I can find this. Absolutely. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. That's We have our premium uh, live event uh, tomorrow night for Money in the Bank. Uh, Blood and Guts, awesome. Forbidden Door, awesome. Um, anything else before we head out? No, I'm all tapped out, brother. All, all right. Guys, I leave you with... I had to. Hell yeah. I had to. I had to. Put a five on it, baby. Five hundy. Right? Yeah. Five hundy? Oh, nice. It's a lot of money for one match. It just just so if me if neither of those two people win, then the the, the bet is null and void. Void, okay. Yeah. But five hundred dollars, very nice. All right, five hundred no, on a riddle. I said five hundred. You, you gotta you gotta. No, I got five on it. Five singles. Five. <laughs> uh, that'll be a good lunch. All right. I'm down for it. You can get lunch for five dollars. Where? Wendy's. Get the five for five. I don't fucking go there anymore. Come on, stop it. By the way, I don't eat that shit. The best breakfast, fast food breakfast, Wendy's. I mean, that's just a lie. It's not. not. Dignify that with a statement. I I will smack you through Zoom right now. I I will. Have you ever eaten? uh, I will unsuit you. Yes, I have. Have you ever had a honey honey chicken biscuit from Wendy's? No, and chicken's not fucking breakfast. Stop, stop it right now. Says. Cut the shit. No, Cut chicken sh- and waffles is not a breakfast thing. Cut it's the shit, Joe. Fucking lunch. Cut the shit, Black. Brunch, brunch at best. Brunch at best. You, you are, you are close to getting knocked out for your blasphemy yeah. right now. Bla- your blasphemy. I got five on it that you ain't gonna do shit. Blasphemous, ladies and gentlemen. Sunday Slam is done. I'm heading to get some Wendy's right now. Guys, thank you so very much. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Listen to us everywhere you can. Anything else before we head out? When I get this 5000 well, it's almost brunch time, so I'm going to go get some fucking chicken and waffles. Let's like, do it. Oh, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles for breakfast. I said, I said brunch. <laughs> what's, a, what's the it's first part of brunch? Time. What's the first part of brunch? Breakfast. Huh? Breakfast. What? Yeah, what? Excuse me? Yeah, exactly. Guys, thank you so very much. I'm muting your ass. We'll see you guys next week.
the Sons of Slam podcast.